One failure doesn't mean we should give up. As the saying goes, giving up after one failure is like slashing the other three tires on your car when there's only one flat. Pretty ridiculous, right? And yet, how many of us give up when we aren't great right out of the gate? There are going to be peaks and valleys, friends. That is simply part of the human experience. Let the adventure begin with Chris Stinker Podcast. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to episode three of the pod. I know it's kind of technically episode two, but because I had two trailers and then a full length, and now this one, we're just going to go with episode three. I am indeed your host, Chris Danker, coming at you with some questions, thoughts, and riffs. So let's start with the questions. Do you ever doubt your skills, talents, or accomplishments? Do you have a fear of being exposed as a fraud? Are you someone who doesn't feel you deserve your success or good fortune? If you said yes to any or all of these questions, I'd like to welcome you to um, imposter syndrome. And I know you're probably thinking, hold it, hold it, hold it. This is supposed to be a self-improvement podcast. So why am I talking about imposter syndrome? Well, it's because it happens to pretty much everyone. And uh, so I want to start off with a little story. I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasters. Uh, quite honestly, I am one of the biggest, if not the biggest, Rich Roll podcast fangirl. And I want to share some of his story. While I got some of this information from his website, richroll.com, I've also listened to enough of his shows that I probably could have told most of this on my own, but I really wanted to get it right. Rich was a butterfly swimmer at Stanford University in the late 80s. Fun fact, Rich is exactly one year older than me. We share the same birthday. Anyway, his career was cut short by struggles with addictions to drugs and alcohol. When I say struggles, I'm not exaggerating. For over a decade, he alienated those around him, landed in jail, and ultimately went into rehab at 31. Although he got sober, he was also 50 pounds overweight. He said that everything came to a head on his 40th birthday. He got winded from going up a flight of stairs. I mean, seriously winded. I mean, can you imagine? Here you go from being this elite swimmer at Stanford, and by almost age 40, you're getting winded going up a flight of stairs. I mean, that would be scary. He said it left him buckled over in pain, and he predicted that if he continued down this path that he would surely end up having a heart attack. The next day, he did a complete overhaul of his diet by becoming vegan, started running, and got back into the pool. Over two years, he lost the 50 pounds he had gained, and the ambition to participate in an Ultraman began. For those of you who don't know, an Ultraman triathlon is a 6.2 mile open water swim, which is 10 kilometers, a 261.4 mile bike ride, which would be 421 kilometers, and a 52.4 mile or 84 kilometer ultra marathon run. Ambitious, am I right? You can check out his website to read more about his athletic accomplishments, but along the way he wrote a book called Finding Ultra. 
It's about his journey and is a great read, even if you have no interest in ultramarathon or ultraman events. It is both uplifting and motivational. Now, in addition to his success in ultraman events and writing a book, Rich started a podcast in 2012. He's been at it for 10 years and has, to date, 686 episodes. He has interviewed so many amazing people from celebrities to doctors, from elite athletes to the everyday person. He has enhanced his show by adding roll-on every two weeks-ish with journalist and hype man, which is Rich's words, um, Adam Skolnick. Side note, I'm also a huge fangirl of Skolnick. Anyway, that's for another day. Rich also started a YouTube channel that gives a visual view of the podcast so audiences can either listen or watch. Now, here's to me where it really gets interesting. So you think about, you know, all of his success. And even though he has been podcasting for over a decade, every so often Rich will express having imposter syndrome. The first time he mentioned it, I remember thinking, what? I mean, if this guy who is wildly popular in the self-improvement world with so many different types of people, um, and, and if he has experiencing or is, experiences imposter syndrome, well, what does that mean for the rest of us who are starting a new adventure and feel this way? In essence, really what I get from him is that no one, and I mean no one, is an overnight success. Sometimes I think we forget that. We look at someone and all they have accomplished. They seem to make whatever they do look easy and flawless. We don't see all the behind the scenes work they do to get it right. We have no idea how long they have been at their craft. We forget that they had a beginning point. I mean, think about someone you know who is really fantastic at some skill. You might think of them as an expert. Have you ever asked them how long it took them to get to the point where they are now? You should probably find out and I bet you'll be surprised. We can't look at our own beginning and compare it to where someone else is. I mean, I can't look at my third episode and think I will be anywhere near where Ritual um, is in almost 700 episodes over a span of 10 years. That would be the definition of insanity. I seriously had imposter syndrome as I thought about starting this podcast. I worried that I wouldn't be good enough, didn't have the credentials, and wondered if others thought I would be a fraud. Basically, I scared myself out of giving it a shot. It was only when I felt pushed by doing a genius hour project with my students that I threw caution to the wind and said, all right, let's do this. And even when I hear someone like Rich Roll, who I consider a mentor, confess to having imposter syndrome, honestly, I freeze up. Here's the deal. We can't let glitches keep us from striving to improve to get better or to even try something brand new. One failure doesn't mean we should give up. As the saying goes, giving up after one failure is like slashing the other three tires on your car when there's only one flat. I mean, that would be pretty ridiculous, right? And yet, how many of us give up when we aren't great right out of the gate? There are going to be peaks and valleys, folks. We all know this. That's part of the human experience. So what have you been waiting to try? Have you wanted to learn how to make, let's say, truffles? Want to write a book? 
Do you want to go on a hike but have never done that before? Or try the solo van life? How about just even thinking about having more meaningful conversations with people in your life? I don't know. Maybe have you thought about starting a podcast? I mean, really, the possibilities are pretty endless. But here's what you have to do. Stop comparing yourself to others. And stop thinking that you have to know everything there is to know before you start. If you do that, honestly, you'll never get started. Sometimes you just need to do a cannonball into the deep end of the pool and figure it out as you go along. Seriously, that's what I'm doing with this podcast. You'll notice that when I record my podcast, my words are not going to be flawless. Sometimes I trip over them. I think that's part of what we all do. It's not going to be absolutely perfect every single time. And every time I really do run into a problem, I troubleshoot. More often than not, I watch a tutorial to problem solve. I listen to someone else's podcast. <laughs> okay, let's be honest. More than likely, it's ritual. And I pay attention to the details. I know I'm going to screw up sometimes, and that's okay. It's part of life. I know it's not going to be perfect, whether it's the third episode or the 300th. There is always going to be learning along the way. So when you feel imposter syndrome creeping up, remember these words by Ariana Huffington, who's the co-founder of the Huffington Post, founder and CEO of Thrive Global, and author of 15 books. She said, the greatest obstacle for me has been the voice in my head that I call my obnoxious roommate. I wish someone would invent a tape recorder that we could attach to our brains to record everything we tell ourselves. We would realize how important, important it is to stop this negative self-talk. It means pushing back against our obnoxious roommate with a dose of wisdom. And with that, I bid you farewell until next week. Let your adventure begin. Peace.